Jets have traded starting quarterback Sam Darnold. And I think the fact of the matter is the Jets looked at Jack Wilson's workout at BYU and said, how can we not take this quarterback with this upside? Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jets Banter. This is Frankie Gons. Of course, we got Chesco here. Chesco, how we doing? Good. A lot of news in Jets world, I'll tell you that. Ton of news in Jets world. The first and, and most important news, we'll, we'll get right into it this episode. Sam Darnold, gone, traded. Gone. Poor guy, never had a chance here. Now he's got a fresh start, Carolina. Jets got a good haul for him. A second and fourth in 2022, and a sixth rounder this year. Love what Joe Douglas is doing. Wait for the right deal to come to the table. And this was definitely the right deal for the Jets. Dude, they're just taking a step back. Crazy haul from Douglas. Guy's a, guy's a beauty for getting that. Unbelievable. Love it. I'm, I'm you know stunned. I, you know what I love about it? We have so many draft picks this year. He's already looking at 2022. A second and fourth next year. That plays. That really plays. And he and Warren Sharp tweeted that the haul that he got is an equivalent to a seventh overall pick next year, or possibly 16th if Carolina doesn't finish with a, with a top 10 or worse pick, which is great, which, you know, you take that every time. I mean, Douglas is just doing all the right things for the Jets. Um, two firsts this year, two seconds next year. What, what What's better than that? And we have two firsts next year also. Like, we are set up to build this team the right way. They're set up for it, and, and Douglas just has to hit on them now. That That's the main thing. Douglas has to hit on these draft picks. It's awesome. To get all this capital, I love what they're doing, but at the end of the day, you got to hit on the picks. And That's, I trust him. I trust him. Oh, I do. Him. I do. We have just no reason see, not to. Just seeing what he's done in free agency alone, I'm encouraged by what he's doing. I mean, do I wish he signed the corner or two or another offensive lineman or two that could play? Sure. But I just I think he's going to try to address that in the draft, and I think that's the right move. No, absolutely. And we're, we're going to get into that uh, in the second half of this episode. But, I, I mean, listen, man, for me, like, I, we all knew this Darnold trade was coming. We, I mean, I didn't think we were going to get a second rounder for him, especially with everything that that happened. I just didn't really think that there were many teams out there. I think Carolina was like the only team ready or, or available to, or to willing trade to, for I a, mean, or willing to trade. I mean, for that, a quarterback. that San Fran trade, I think, really shook things up. Around the oh, and then the whole Watson stuff, everything going on right, there, right. just dried everything. By Watson having the whole scandal he had, he he's had. The Panthers' only option was to get right at that, that point, unless, and, they, unless they'd move up to like guess number four spot. Tick was there, and that's why I'm shocked that Douglas was able to get a second round pick. I love it, but just going back, just like as a Jet fan, like we all knew this trade was happening. We all knew he was going. It's the best thing for the Jets. It's the best thing for Darnold, and I'm happy for him. But at the same time, it was like I was actually sad when the trade went through. I was genuinely I know, I sad. Know. Part of me, part of me was sad and happy. Because I'm sad because I, I really like Darnold and I think he could have been really good here. We just gave never gave him a chance. We never gave him a chance, but like at the end of the day, it's like uh, another decade goes by, no franchise quarterback for the Jets. And, and for me, like, yeah, I know the whole Sanchez thing, like that was supposed to be the franchise guy. That was a while ago, but like for me, like this was, I feel like, our first time for people in our age group where it's like, this is the franchise guy. This is it. And like a guy we believed in. A guy we believed in. I mean, like, listen, I went out, I bought a jersey before I think he even played a game. Yep. Like I was everyone was all, We're in. all in. It's just so sad. You know what? I'll that, word it this way. I'm not sad that he's gone. I'm sad at that didn't work how out. it happened. Right. And I'm just sad that yeah, it just didn't work it out. It didn't just, work out here. It's just a really sad and thing. You know what's funny? 
Now he's going to Carolina with probably the coach he should have had in Coach Rule, Robbie Anderson, a receiver he had experience with. I mean, I, I'm thinking back to the first game he played against Detroit, throwing touchdowns to Robbie Anderson. I mean, this was this was what should have been his team here. And I, I hope it works out for him there. I think he's happy. I mean, I don't know if anyone saw the video on Instagram of the part, the party they he got thrown for him. Uh, they're going to Carolina now. Like he genuinely looked happy. Looked happy, and, and I'm rooting for him because like, that's my second favorite team now. I'm gonna root for him more than any other team besides the Jets. You know what the funny part about that video was, and it characterizes Darnold perfectly. It's like, like you said, he looked so happy when he walked into the house, and like he was pumping his hands up, and then all of a sudden he noticed that Palmer was recording, and then Darnold just went oh, and then stopped, didn't yeah. celebrate, and went stone cold again, didn't show any emotion. I think. That's why I love him, man. He's like, happy he, the drama's over. No, new he, start. He's happy the drama's over, but at the same time, I do appreciate like he's not trying to show anyone up and show it that right, way. So he right. kind of honed in his emotions a little bit and didn't didn't go crazy. Still, by the way, sneaky waiting for a little statement from him That's as right. of the time is coming. I just hope he listen. He doesn't have to thank the Jets. He doesn't have to thank the organization. There's nothing really to thank them for, considering that they destroyed him and Adam Gase murdered the early career of Sam, Sam Darnold. Donald. But just a little something for the fans because the pain that he endured, he knows that we endured right. as well. Isn't it ironic how he goes from the worst situation, the worst team, never had a weapon, to possibly the best weapon in football in McCaffrey? I mean, I really hope this works out for him. And I know, you know what I love too about the situation for him? There's no pressure on him there. He's in a tough division with the Saints with Sean Payton, Brady, Matt Ryan, proven veteran, been to the Super Bowl. He could just go and work on things there. And I really hope he surprises people and leads the Panthers. They have DJ Moore, too. They have a good they team They have a there. great team. I really hope great things offense. work out for him. Like I said, that's my new, se- my new second favorite team behind the Jets because I really want him to succeed because he deserves it. Oh, The hell he went through here, I hope he has a great, great career there. I think he'll be, this is my hot take, remember it, clip this. Sam Donald, top eight quarterback in the NFL this upcoming season. Oh, wow. I really think so. You know what? He has weapons to do it. He's got weapons. If the O-line holds up, which it can, I, I, I hope. I really hope that's the case. And I'm rooting for him every, every, step, every step of the way. Call me crazy. Carolina might have to be my go-to team this year. Go-to? Oh, over the Jets. Oh, you're crazy. Shut <laughs> up, please. I can't listen to this. It's Jets Panther, not Carolina Panther, huh? <laughs> we figured it out. Pain. Pain is forever. Oh, my God. But let's talk about this, this trade the 49ers made, huh? How much does that tell you? I mean, that pretty much put the writing on the wall when they made that trade. That Douglas had his guy, and he wasn't letting go. To get a hole like... To, for Miami to get a hole like that, I mean, you know that Douglas got that call first, that same hole, and for him to say no, he knew he had his guy. He so, wasn't letting him go. So you know what's funny? I thought the exact same thing as you, and I'm forgetting now. I, I forgot exactly who the source was. It was a verified source on Twitter. Apparently, I don't know if it was Connor Hughes. I forget who it was. Apparently, San Fran never called the Jets. They went directly to Miami. I don't, I don't know if that. I believe it. I don't believe that. But it's just, I thought it was interesting. I don't believe that. I thought that might be like a, like a Lou Lamorello job. If you call me and we talk about this trade and someone else finds out about it, it's off the table. I love the, love the Lou Lamorello reference right that, there. That, that might be what it was. I can see Douglas doing that. He's very low-key in all the moves he makes. Right. I don't believe that for one second that he didn't know about that trade happening beforehand. Why wouldn't... He get that call first. He should. I right? mean, he should. I mean, don't you want to lock up the quarterback you're going to get? I mean, I mean, unless there was already no one around the league that Wilson was going to be a Jet. That's one. I mean, maybe Douglas has been saying it, you know, behind closed doors to other GMs that, listen, Wilson's my guy. I'm not taking any calls, which is a possibility as well. Huge possibility because you got to think these guys, these GMs have relationships right. and friendships and people right. talk. And I mean, when you saw at the pro that you saw, there was 
there was a, they were talking the whole time. Salah went, McFleur, uh, Lafleur went. They were it was that was, a, it was all, a done deal. It was they, a done deal. Right when they bring all the big guys like that too, I think right. everyone knows like that's that's what the Jets are doing. Everyone knows the draft now starts at three. Good Dra- luck. Draft starts at three. Good luck. Good luck. Whatever you want to do, what you do. And I'm reading reports that Mac Jones might go third to San Fran. That could, sick. That could, that could shake up the whole draft. That's sick. Let me tell you something. Draft day, the first night of the draft is going to be a fun night to watch. going to be a movie. Movie. And I, and I want to see the Jets take, Jets take with that 23rd pick. I'm really interested in who they take there. So that. interesting. And I really hope it's a it's a stud corner who they like or a lineman, but they have to improve one of those positions. Any other position I'd be kind of weary of. Maybe an edge I'll take, but they really have to work on those two on those two positions, especially offensive line, because we don't want to put Wilson in the same position we put in Darnold. No, and that's what I loved about Joe Douglas. If you heard his press conference today, he was saying we need to surround this new quarterback with talent, and I think he's learning. I don't want to call it his mistake, maybe McCagan's mistake, maybe both of theirs together, however you want to call it. Or learning from the Jets' history over the yeah, list. Yeah, exactly. Since they started all the mistakes they made about not surrounding their talent the right way. Right, so I think that Douglas is making me believe. Making believe, man. Making it believe, and I, I'm, I'm excited to see where we go with this. I'm, I, I'm happy that it's pretty much solidified that Wilson's gonna be the guy, unless, the, unless it's wrong all of us for a curveball. Which no, I no, doubt. he's the guy. He's well. Did you hear someone, a reporter today in his press conference said uh, like, oh, Joe Douglas reports came out that uh, Steve Young was saying that um, who's a BYU quarterback. People forget. Yeah, for a year. people do forget. But uh, Steve Young was apparently coming out saying that uh, Joe Douglas already recruited Wilson, his called family, his family, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And Joe Douglas only responded by saying uh, Steve Young has a lot of good connections within BYU and the organization. Basically saying, yeah, yes, he's right. Yes, yes, he's yes. right. We recruited him already. Yes. And I don't think James Morgan is the guy. So pretty no. much Wilson's the guy. he one right now, though. People oh, sleep. Oh, the pain. Uh, yeah, but I, Wilson, love it. Been saying it. That's the guy. That's the move. Um, though you know it's crazy that now all of a sudden now more and more people are having him on top of their rankings. Yeah, so Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach Wilson one, Trevor Lawrence two. Zach Wilson one, Trevor Lawrence two. Well, you know what I think that is. I think it's a combination of uh, Sims coming out and putting him one, and right. then you also saying that. Oh, of course, guy. of course. They're listening to you. They're, 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 they're all listening to Jets banter. They're all listening. <laughs> they want to know Chesco's takes. That Chesco's in. Oh uh, no, X's and Chesco's. That's what I like to call it. Yeah, yeah. X's best. and Chesco's best. So uh, yeah, Wilson's best. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think Fields was the guy. I mean, Salah wasn't even at the pro day for, for Fields. Yeah, I'm... I mean, he, I think he also popped out a seventh kid that day. Seventh kid, tremendous. Best. Tremendous best. by Trying him. Trying to break forever's uh, record over there. I, I want his life, bro. Yeah, but I'm, I love the direction of this team. Salah, leader of men. You got your quarterback in Wilson, a guy that obviously Joe Douglas believes in, a guy he's bringing in. You know, he's not taking in someone else's quarterback. It's his quarterback, his team. He's building his team the way he wants to build it. I mean, everything's going the right direction. I hope I hope that the, the season is successful. And successful doesn't mean, you know, making the playoffs. Successful means seeing, you know, foundation pieces. And look what Joe Judge did outside of, the, of New York. He's building a culture there. That's what the Jets need to do. So, you know what's funny? I was talking to a buddy of mine during the day, who's a Giant fan, <clears throat> and he asked me, and he said, what's your realistic expectation for the Jets this year? What do you want from them? And I said, oddly enough, I want them to do this year what the Giants did last year, where you're no longer, a, the opposing team doesn't circle the Jets on the calendar and say like, oh, that's an easy win. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be competitive. I want them to be in one possession games. 
I don't want them to be a laughing stock. I just want them to be a respected team in the league that is not laughed at anymore. The culture is is going the right way, and they just become a legit organization. I don't need them to win eight games, six games, whatever it is. Competitive and respected in the league. That's my hope. And Douglas is doing that. Yeah. He's definitely doing that. He's making all the steps towards that, and I think, you know, this could be the season for us. Well, let me, can I ask you a random question? Mm-hmm. Do you think so? Joe Douglas has traded away Leonard Williams, Jamal Adams, Sam Darnold. Do you think? And and I think he was right in every single one of those trades. But if you're a player in the NFL, are you a little scared of Joe Douglas in a sense where hey, you're not seen as a person, you're seen as like you know a a, a, a pawn in a game, and you're just a piece of a team where he doesn't have a connection, relationship with, and is if he like think about it, if he trades away Donald, Jamal Adams, Leonard Williams. Why can't he trade me? Like, does that scare you from going to the Jets or scare you of Joe Douglas a little no, bit? No, no, because the, the, none of those guys were Joe Douglas's guys. True. That's true. Everyone knows when a good GM comes in, he's going to bring in his guys. Same thing with a coach. You're going to bring in your guys who you believe in, who you draft, you sign. You know, sometimes the the pieces that fit for one GM don't fit for you. And there's a reason why those, those GMs or coaches got fired. Right. Their system didn't work. And you have, you all these guys come from, come from places where. They've seen and they've learned and they see what works and what doesn't work. And Douglas has come from some good organizations like the Ravens and the Eagles who have won championships, built the teams the right way. He knows what he's doing. So I don't think that for one second that free agents are going to be scared to come here or rookies. I mean, maybe it's like maybe the organization as a whole has messed up a lot and that could be one thing. Sure, sure. But I think that's, you know, that's just that's just a dumb way of looking at it because mm-hmm. it's obviously Joe Douglas's show here. And everyone sees, seen, has seen what he's done. Fair. And I think, I, I don't think that's going to be a rele- that relevant. Yeah, no, that's fair. I hope fair. it's not at least. And hey, listen, I'll say this: with the moves Joe Douglas is making, the rest of his potential future GM career in the NFL is on the line. Oh, it's of, all. It's all in on Zach Wilson. All. Zach Wilson succeeds. This is his one chance. This is it. This is it. And I think he make. I mean, it's the right guy to do it on, if you ask me. Oh, for sure. So yeah. So now I want to see what they do at twenty three. What do you think they're going to do at twenty three? Attacked all line. I went thirty four too. What I think they're gonna do, and what I hope they do, O line. O line. I I mean, yeah. Would it be nice to make a flashy pick here, do something there? Joe Douglas, O line. And the fact that he did not address the O line in free agency as much as he should have, right, leads me to think they will address it in the first round. Yeah, I I hope so. And you know, I I was so dead set. On offensive lineman being that pick, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, maybe just get a stud corner there. Maybe get a Greg Newsom the second, who the whose stock is skyrocketing, or J C Horn. Get a guy, you know, and then 34 you attack the O line. You get a guy like you know uh, Creed Humphreys, White Davis, a guy I love. It's creeping up my rankings. Tevin Jenkins, the tackle. Um, I seen you know Elijah Vera Tucker. Fallings on some drafts, but I don't see him many. There's a lot of guys there who they could take, but I, I really like this kid Newsom. I think he's a good corner. Um, he's all town the world speedster. I'm interested to see what what they do here. Um, and I I want you know I just I don't, I'm I'm torn. I'm really torn. You know maybe the pick is the online, but I hope now actually more than anything it's a corner. Well, I uh, so that's fair. If they do corner with that pick, then you need to go O line oh, right yeah. after. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm um, expecting I'm him. With. I'm expecting him to draft like three offensive linemen. In this yeah, draft. And, and listen, I'll say that it's not like the O line is it's it's not great. 
at all by no, any stretch of the no. imagination. But I actually it's would make in four question marks, pretty much. And what's scary is I might even make the argument that the cornerback room is worse than our O line. Right. So right. like that's why I'm saying if you do corner or you do O line, I'm happy. You need to address both of those very early, at late first, early second. And I hope they to. will. And I think and I think they will too. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I'm really I'm really interested more than anything. I think the draft's gonna shape you know everything throughout the, for the season because we have so many picks. And I just want to hit on half. Right, on that's half all you need to pitch. do. That's all you need to do. You don't have to hit on all of them. Hit on half. You know, show me you're making the right moves in the right you know spots. I mean, I, I, that's all I want to see. Maybe draft a linebacker you believe in the third round. You they know, need linebacker like they need, too. They need, we need a lot of line, we need the linebacker depth. I don't think they believe in Jared Davis signing him to a one year deal. You know, a lot of guys who are make or break you know one year deals for this team. So this team is not is far from complete. Lamarcus Jones in a one year deal. We have a lot of holes to fill past this. A lot of holes past this year to fill. And that's the beauty of racking up all of that draft capital to your point where it's like if you hit half of them and you have seven picks, eh, you hit on half of them and you have ten picks, it's a hell of a lot better. Right, and it takes two years, I feel like, in this league to turn a team around. You yeah. can turn a team around two years very easily if you hit on the right spots yeah. in the right in the draft and free agency. I think his goal is 2022. I think Joe Douglas' goal in Salah is 2022. That's the year they plan to make take that next step. And you know what I really like about this entire situation with the Jets also right now is the fact that you trade away Donald and the fact that Douglas was able to get his coach and that they're doing all of this the right way. It seems to me that for the first time in a long time, Jets' ownership and general manager are on the same page where hopefully they understand hey, we're not going to rush this. It's not going to be a one-year fix where we're just going to spend a ton of money and do right. this. We're going to get rid of... Like, didn't we sign Mosley and Bell? Right, right. No. But we're going to get rid of Donald, although that might be a riskier thing or this or that. We're going to right the ship. We're going to build a culture. We're going to do it the right way. It'll take a year, two years, maybe three years, whatever it is. It's right. not a quick fix. Right. We're going to do it the right way. Right. And it seems like everyone is on the same page. Right, and, I, and like I said, I know a lot of people out there are mad. Jets traded Darnold. That was the guy... Believe in him. You gotta understand. It would have been totally unfair to Salah to have a guy who was one foot in, one foot out going into next year. You know, have to sign get, sign him to that. Oh uh, no, pick up the option for twenty million next year. What if he's bad? You can't. You can't. You gotta do a fresh start. Bring in Wilson. Give him the give him the time to develop. Let Lafleur work with him. This it's the right move just to make, and I'm really happy they made it. Um, I'm happy they did it. You know, a month before the draft. I I was saying. I think I said in the last podcast, they weren't making a move till April. Yeah. And they did it. So they have a few weeks to figure out what they wanted in the draft. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good uh, a good promising season. I, I'm so curious because I don't think we'll ever find out. Ever. Especially knowing the type of guy Joe Douglas is. I am so curious if Joe Douglas and Robert Sala knew from the get-go, Donald's not the guy, we're going to trade him, and, and Douglas was just negotiating, and that's why it took a while. Or if they genuinely sat down, watched the film, and it was a tougher decision, and that's why it took so long. I am so curious. Oh, I, I really think Wilson, it was in the works for a while. Yeah. I really think so. I think they wanted to, you know, dot their I's, cross their T's. Yeah. But I think it was in, this is in the process for a while. Um, I just think they wanted to wait to the last possible second. You know, what if Wilson would have got hurt? Maybe then Don yeah, would have no, been the course, best guy. Of course, of course. Or if Fields would have got hurt, or something, you know, something comes up, an offer that they weren't expecting. Maybe five first rounders. I mean, how can you turn that down? You know, so who knows what really what was going on behind the scenes? But that's what what I get behind it. I don't know. You know, we'll see. Also, I find it very interesting how Douglas basically said today, basically said today that if it wasn't the number two pick, if they had any other pick after that, it was going to be Sam Donald 
running with this team into 2021. So it was either Zach Wilson or bust pretty much or go back to what we had before and I guess pick the next best available player. Um, that was pretty like, you know, transparent of Douglas to say that. And I also found it very interesting how Wilson went from minus 305 a week ago to go to number going number two to minus 1,000 today after this trade. So it's basically lock. Wilson's the guy. We said it. Wait, we wait, believe wait. it. Minus 1,000? Minus 1,000. Oh. It was we, plus 120 on February 16th, Frank. We should have hammered it. Yes. That's your fault for not telling me that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was, that was the move. Easy money, free money, and we lost We lost it. But it that, is what it is. Yeah, that, that pisses me off a little bit, considering the fact that you said initially Zach Wilson was the guy. We should have went with your gut. No, I know. Oh, man. I, know. I had it right from the jump. So not only does that piss me off, I, I'm going to go off the cuff right here, by the love, way, because love. The, an unpla- off, an, we're going off, an unplanned what piss, what's pissing me off segment right now, <laughs> by the way. I'm at work, right? And go I'm ahead. on Twitter, go and ahead. the Sam Donald stuff breaks. And oh, listen, like I said, initially, initially, I was sad. Right. For an hour. <laughs> Guys, Sam's gone. No more Twitter tribute videos. <laughs> no more praising him for that. What has he done for us? All right? I get it. He had a shitty hand, and it's not his fault. But enough, guys. We're on to bigger and better. Enough. Sam, I, I wish you the best of luck. You're an amazing person. I think you're going to do awesome. But enough, guys. Enough of the Sam Donald. I, I'm done with the Detroit game. Three years ago, what'd that do for me? So basically, Nothing. So basically what Frank is trying to tell you all is he's over it. Yeah, just he's grow up, it. everyone. Yeah, and also go please follow us on our Twitter, <laughs> yeah. Facebook. <laughs> please, guys. Go follow us everywhere. After all that, social media, Instagram, Twitter, it's YouTube. At, it's, follow us to all the podcasts. Yeah, even though we're attacking you down your throats. But, you know, please, <laughs> go, go, go follow us no, and I, subscribe. I attack out of love. Out of love. Yeah. At Jets Banter. Yeah, I'm sure you guys hear all the love in his voice right now. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Jets Banter. But seriously, though, guys, uh, on a serious note, thank you all for, for tuning in. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, but it's getting a little late now, and uh, I'm getting a little hungry, so let's go get a goddamn snack. <laughs>